Welcome to Machine Learning, How the World Works. I want to talk about a book called Plug-In Hybrids by uh, Chelsea Saxton. Chelsea Saxton. Um, the author states, The EV1 caught the eye of California Air Res Resource Board, CARB, C-A-R-B, a regulatory body searching for ways to meet the state's Clean Air Act and clear its smoggy skies. September 1990, CARB mandated if companies wanted to do business in California, they had to produce a percentage of zero emission vehicles. In 1998, 2%, 2001, 5%, 2003, 10%. The zero emission vehicle, ZEV, mandate might as well have been a kiss of death for the EV1. Okay, let's find out why. Automotive News in 1998 figured GM spent $350 million for the EV1 development. People outside GM believe the company spent $600 million on its multi-year lobbying and public relation campaign to kill the ZEV mandate. That's zero emissions. In late 2001, GM and Ford and Chrysler sued California to block the EV uh, mandate. By 2005, of the 800 EV public for vehicle lease, all but 78 were hauled off to Arizona and crushed. You know, it's so interesting because they didn't want a race to build the future, and now the future's here and they're behind the curve on electric vehicles. They have GM has Volt, but why didn't they have the electric uh, uh, Hummer or the electric Sierra? Um, before Tesla released its Tesla truck? It's a big question in my mind. Uh, by 2003, ZEV mandate gave automakers auto the option of meeting requirements by making a handful of hydrogen fuel cell vehicles for demonstration purposes. And that really hasn't gone anywhere. Um, now, what's happened as a result of that Everything is moving to hydrogen fuel cell is now moving to semis because of the cost of the hydrogen and the cost of refill time to refill. Uh, the, it makes sense to uh, use larger vehicles with greater capacity in their storage tanks for hydrogen as their target. So now the big thing is building infrastructure for semis to run on hydrogen. And so the idea of the initiative zero, zero emissions initiative really failed for small vehicles. It, hydrogen just doesn't find its niche there. Um, however, I do think that onboard reformer where it's taking battery power and reforming hydrogen into or water into hydrogen will be the solution. And that will reduce down the cost for the fuel cell stack to operate in a car. Also will decrease the need for high-pressure hydrogen to be injected in carbon fiber tanks at 10,000 PSI. And when you watch those demonstrations, uh, you, you know, it is kind of scary to think that that's 10,000 PSI of pressure uh, that's pushing that hydrogen into the tank, much like a, a rocket uh, fuel tank. In 2003, the range was reduced to 10 miles 
Carb stated, we believe that there are accelerating our progress towards ulti- our ultimate goal, which is zero emission vehicles. We're particularly happy with how this uh, ATP ZEV portion of our regulation has worked out. After ATP ZEV 2003, GM and other automakers officially canceled their electric car programs. Big mistake. The ZEV mandate ensured tough competition, a new kind of vehicle, a historically resistant to change. GM and other automobile makers went to work to meet California's ZEV mandate. Seven major car companies each signed an individual memorandum of agreement with CARB to produce a small number of electric vehicles by 2000 as a demonstration of their viability and to make ZEV 10% of sales in 2003. GM initially built 660 lead-acid battery packs with 70 to 90 mile range. That's just not far enough. And even at 200, uh, you're constantly having to charge. So you charge in the morning, charge in the evening. Uh, And so the range was an issue. In 1999, GM released the first 182 EV1s, which used the nickel metal hydrate. The nickel metal hydrate battery had a faster recharge. It had a range of 140 miles, great for city commuting, uh, and it was a real winner. And you notice that it didn't use lithium. It used nickel hydrate, which meant that battery was going to stay in operation a long time. In 1994, energy conversion devices put nickel metal hydrate batteries in EV1 and goes 201 miles at 55 miles an hour or 135 miles in city driving and set a electric land record of 183 miles. So there you go. We, GM could have had the market on sporty, uh, high-speed electric vehicles but chose to uh, scrap their program. It really doesn't make sense why they did it. Uh, GM partnership with ECD, and that was the company that put in the the electric motor for building. Oh, excuse me, for building the nickel hydrate mat, nickel metal hydrate batteries. In 1994, U.S. Advanced Battery Consortium testified to CARB that the nickel metal hydrate battery isn't good enough yet. Well, wow. Makes you wonder about that statement. In 1996, nickel metal hydrate in the Selectric sedan goes 375 miles on a single charge. Mitsubishi built a demonstration plug-in hybrid for CARB. ECD converts Toyota Prius plug-in with 20 miles all-electric and gets 70 to 80 miles to a gallon. RAV4 EV is pulled from the market. 2006, Saab demonstrated a plug-in hybrid that runs on electric and ethanol. GM was in a financial slump and looked to cut costs. It abandoned the EV1 and bought the Hummer brand and started to ramp up its marketing of the most wasteful car in history. You know, it's interesting because what that did, that strategy opened the door for Tesla to become the largest uh, company, auto company, passing up Ford, passing up uh, GM, passing up Chrysler. And yet, 
USC GM had the te technology originally, but didn't realize it, and it never became a disruptive, disruptive technology in the market and increased their market capitalization as a result. The hybrid and electric car could lose out to the air car. Okay, so there's a new technology called the air car. The MDI engine is more efficient with different configuration that allows pressure to build in the piston, producing better torque. Four horizontal positions turn the camshaft. The vehicle runs on compressed air stored in a carbon fiber tank. The air can be compressed from home in four recharge cycle or on the road using a gas-powered compressor. 6,000 ZEVs are scheduled to hit the streets of India in 2008. Tata has indicated that they will build the air car. The air car solves the problem of energy storage. No batteries required. The air refueling stations run on electricity, meaning no transportation of energy required. Recharging air reserves is off the electric grid. The car will be light, so strong nanomaterials will be required. The air energy usage is very efficient. India and China's drive for market share will push air car technology so that it becomes safe, feasible, and desirable market alternative opportunity. The low cost will apply to the vast number of commuters that travel less than 100 miles a day to reduce fuel cost, lower the lowering fuel cost. America has the ability to transform automobiles like it did the computer technology. Computer technology created a doubling of computational power every 18 months and doubled information every nine months. More value for less money. Neuroscience, technology, physics, and circuitry are positioned to change computational architecture. Well, we're seeing that with neuromorphic chips. We're due to start seeing um, chips that can perceive and mechanically reason. Like IBM, IBM's next generation of computer architecture will move computation towards artificial neocortex machines. That's what I just said, neomorphic machines with memory, speech, and language, and leap forward. And those machines are already doing quite a bit. They can do a lot of the mechanical task for um, re reasoning because it has long-term memory. And that's something that computers have never had in the past. Compared to computers, automobile technology has been non-competitive. The world has become a network, and for this reason, innovation cannot be contained. The American consumer wants value, and non-competitive pro protectionism keeps price high and value low. However, India and China are very competitive about price and value. The lower energy entry technology and cost are bringing automotive technology to the masses. Look how we've seen Tesla bring its technology to the masses, self-driving cars, FSD computer chips with incredibly powerful uh, terabyte or ter terabit processing um, and its rich network of machine learning and AI. Combine that with um, its ability to build an automated factory to produce cars. And when it introduces this first $35,000 car, electric $35,000 car, it will be a major game-changing company. This technology is appealing even when rich countries influence 
automotive companies in rich countries to focus on increasing value, bringing new levels of innovation and value to the market. People want cheap fuel alternatives or cars that use cheap fuel. The automotive company provides increased comfort and power with every decreasing fuel cost will win penetrating the market and gaining market share. For example, the cell phone replaced the landline phone. The VOP replaced both. iPhone combined music, media, and phone together in a device function within emerging media network. Likewise, the automobile will become an appliance functioning in a computer traffic network with assisted navigation and risk management systems to aid the driver. It is inevitable. The automotive appliance could run on air or electricity. The market will follow the path of least resistance. If air cars are cheaper to build and produce no CO2, then air cars will have less waste problems and disposal of cars, including recycling the car materials. Compressed air recharge for an air station will be three minutes. The cost of the vehicle will range between twelve thousand to sixteen thousand dollars, eight hundred miles uh, with dual air, air and gas. City Cat. Uh, will sell for 13000 running on speeds of 68 miles per hour and maintain a range of 125 miles. MDI says it will cost about $2 to fill the carbon fiber tanks with 340 liters of air at 4,350 PSI. That's quite a bit less than the, the hydrogen at uh, 10,000 PSI. MDI uses the CAT Series 34 moto compressors, moto alternators, which are safe and powerful. The compressed air will be used to power the alternator and produce 10 to 20 kilowatts of electricity.